Welcome to the Minor Touches to Major Impact podcast, where nonprofit leaders get the strategies and the encouragement they need to see their mission fully funded. We refuse to leave the world as it is. No, we dream of it as it could be. We're kicking history in its sides, and we're having a really good time while we're doing it. We believe that paying attention to the minor touches maximizes our impact for our mission. For the next few minutes, we hoist our sails in a voyage away from mediocrity. Just as fast as the wind will move us, we're racing toward excellence and seeing our mission fully funded. I'm your host, David Oakes. Welcome to the show. Hey y'all, welcome to the show. Glad you tuned in today. I'm going to be sharing something that is life-changing, I know, because it's changed my life. I'm talking about the tyranny of the urgent and fundraising. The tyranny of the urgent and fundraising. I still vividly remember my car making some noises that put me in a very urgent mode many, many years ago. Dropping my plans for the day and rearranging my schedule, I quickly got an older friend to look at it. He returned it to me really quite promptly in tip-top shape. I said, dude, what did you do? His reply was, I changed the oil. (laughs) I was embarrassed and ashamed. I had run my car for so such a very, very long time without changing the oil, having it serviced. Now, uh, to make me look a little better in your eyes, I will let you know, I'll tell you and remind you, I was a kid. I was pretty ignorant. I was a very, very young pastor. But my neglect of what was important landed me in an urgent situation that brought my plans for the day to a screeching halt. Now, later on, I learned from a book called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, written by Stephen Covey. I learned from Stephen Covey that I lived my life struggling with what Covey called the tyranny of the urgent. Stephen Covey had studied, oh, just tons of very effective, highly effective people, and he learned that these high-impact individuals avoided living their lives at what he called the tyranny of the urgent by routinely prioritizing what was important. By prioritizing the important, they minimized what could become urgent. Covey learned or he found that this was one of seven habits that highly effective people had learned and mastered that not highly effective people couldn't figure out. And so here is a fundraising gold nugget. I give you these on the podcast. And when I say this is a fundraising gold nugget, you want to pull out your sticky note, write it out and put it on your mirror Put it on your car windshield somewhere where you can just see it constantly, consistently, and begin to possibly incorporate it in your life. Here's the gold nugget. When you don't plan for the important, the tyranny of the urgent 
becomes your master. Selah. Pause, y'all. Think about that. When you don't plan for the important, the tyranny of the urgent becomes your master. Mm. Now, neglecting what was important, changing my oil every 3,000 miles, put me at the mercy of what Covey called the tyranny of the urgent. My motor slinging a rod at a most inopportune time. It seemed in my life I was never able to do what was important. I lived my life at the tyranny of the urgent. Now, as a young pastor, my eyes were opened to a new truth about myself. And it was at that point I began to fight to maximize the important in my life so that I could stop living at the tyranny of the urgent. Just two days ago, a personal friend of mine told me how she felt a divine revelation to prioritize what was important and to refuse to continue to live at the tyranny of the urgent. Uh, Can I be honest with you? While she was talking, I felt a deep emotion stirring inside of me. I was actually fighting tears as she spoke. And I took it as the voice of providence to me saying, David, this is your fight, dude. Do not fail to win it. My journey to stop living at the tyranny of the urgent led me to prioritize planning. Hmm. Fundraising gold nugget. You ready for this? The only escape from the tyranny of the urgent is to prioritize planning. Mm. The only escape from the tyranny of the urgent is to prioritize planning. A passenger was talking to the captain of the Queen Mary as she plowed out into the ocean going full speed. The passenger asked the captain, How long, Captain, will it take before you can stop this big ship? The captain looked at the passenger and replied, It takes a little bit over a mile to come to a dead stop right from here. If we shut down all the engines, it will take us a little over a mile to come to a dead stop. And then the captain replied, giving the passenger a little bit of gold wisdom. A good captain thinks at least a mile ahead. See, law, pause and think about this. Are you getting this? Thinking a mile ahead requires planning. When I don't plan for the important, I end up living my life at the tyranny of the urgent. But what what does this all have to do with fundraising? Here it is. Listen to me. Grab this. Most fundraisers living as a slave to the tyranny of the urgent, they never make an excellent plan for getting the money they need. I find this especially true for the most lucrative time of the year for fundraising, the end of the year. Fundraisers end up at this most lucrative season only to not have a plan and not be prepared to take advantage of the most lucrative time of the year for fundraising. Someone shows up at your door, you shoot a text, you answer an email, your phone rings. 
suddenly your day has been hijacked by what other people have asked you to do. You spend your day that way. You spend your week that way. You spend your month reacting to what shows up at the moment as urgent. You spend your life reacting instead of living proactively. Now listen to me. This is my battle that I fight every day to continue to live victorious over. Listen to me. You must make the quality decision to stop living at the competing demands of the urgent all around you. Instead, you must decide ahead of time how you will spend your minutes, your hours, your days, and your months. If you don't decide ahead of time, others will decide it for you. Fundraising gold nugget. Grab this. Write it down. If you don't have a plan for your day, your week, your month, others will impose their plans. Others will impose impose their priorities on you. I'm saying that you need to plant your tree before, before you need the shade. I got that from Seth Godin. Thank you, Seth. As I write this post, it is July. Listen to me when I tell you. Great fundraisers raise up to half of their annual budget at the end of the year. It is the most lucrative season or time of the year for fundraising. But they start planning for their end of year in July. They do. I'm telling you, I know them. I'm one. (laughs) Fundraising gold nugget. Great fundraisers start their over-the-top end-of-the-year fundraising with great planning in July. Your opportunity to maximize your end-of-year fundraising begins with you having a plan in July. Do you have a plan? I'm asking, I'm challenging you. Do you have a plan for cashing in on the most lucrative time of the year? Do you have a plan for cashing in on the most lucrative month of the year? You know, in that month, there's one day that's more lucrative than any of the other. Do you have a plan for cashing in on that most lucrative day of the year? The richest man in Babylon says, the That opportunity is a haughty goddess who wastes no time with those who are unprepared. I want you to cash in at the year's end. And to help you, I'm teaming up with certified fundraising coach Kay Helm to do a webinar to help your year-end fundraising planning. I'm calling it Christmas Fundraising Starts in July. I'm doing it as I record this podcast. I'm doing it quickly. You, If you're listening to this, you got to quickly sign up. I'm doing it Tuesday, July 27 at 11 a.m. And I'm giving it to you for free. I'll tell you why I'm doing it. Number one, I do want to help you. I just want to help you. Number two, Doing webinars has not been my habit. This is brand new for me, but I'm trying to help as many people as I can because I can only do one-to-one with a few. I want to help you, and I want the experience of doing webinars. So I'm not a big shot. 
I don't have the space to accommodate a lot of people in my webinars. Space is limited. You'll have to sign up. It's first come, first served. You can click on a link in the show notes and you can sign up. Only the people who sign up quickly and get inside are going to be served. So I'm doing it for two reasons. I want to help you and I want I want the I want the practice. So my need for practice is going to give you a lot of gold for free. I urge you to take advantage of it. Now listen to me. It has been my observation that most people in life are unprepared for their most significant opportunities. They live their lives realizing too late that a great opportunity's passed them by. They say things like, well, life isn't fair. They say things like, some people have all the luck. They say that about me. David, he's so lucky. Mm-mm. No matter what I do, I just can't get ahead like David does. Let me tell you something. Success is when opportunity meets planning. I want to think Abraham Lincoln said that. Success or what some people call luck. Luck happens when opportunity meets planning. They sort of denigrate those of us who prepare for and take advantage of our opportunity. And when they say things like, they're so lucky, they're just lucky. They say things like, the stars always line up for them. Why does God bless them like he does? He doesn't bless me that way. Listen, Here's a a fundraising gold nugget. If opportunity passes through your fingers, it could very likely be because you were unprepared. (laughs) If opportunity passes through your fingers, it is probably because you are unprepared. Now, that can sound mean, You can say, David, you're being mean now. You don't know how hard I have it. Well, listen to me. I come from, I come from poverty. I've been a poor nonprofit leader for a long, long time. But when I began to, I just said, I'm going to accept this. Opportunity has somehow been passing me by because I don't know how, but I was unprepared. And that came to me as a nugget from a verse in Proverbs. You know I'm a person of faith. You know I study the Bible. It came out of from the prophet Malachi where he said, if you'll trust and prove God, if you'll prepare for it, is how I received it. God will bless you just a little more than what you have been, what you've prepared for prepared to receive. Now, as a fundraiser, here's how I hear that verse for us fundraisers. If you are very well well prepared to receive $100,000 at the end of the year, here's what providence, here's what the universe, here's what God is going to give to you. About (laughs) $110,000, maybe $125,000. Here's what's not going to happen. I can just tell you, if this happens, it'll be the most rarest of occurrences you're not going to plan to take advantage of and prepare to receive $100,000 and get a million. If you're prepared to receive a gift, you'll get just a little bit more. If you're actually prepared to receive 
$190,000, you're probably going to get about $210,000. If you're prepared to receive three quarters of a million, you might receive a million. It's possible. I would say God can trust you with a million if you're prepared to receive and you have the capacity to receive three quarters of a million. Wow, challenging there. I'm challenging you to leave that crowd and mindset forever. Join Kay Helm and, and me in our webinar and let us help you to prepare to cash in on the most lucrative time of the year. This is a decision I made many, many, many years ago as a very poor pastor and fundraiser, as one who didn't, I never seemed to get the resources that I needed for my mission. I lived depressed. I'm telling you, I've told you that before. Depression was always a problem for me in those days. And I just decided I'm going to hang around people who always seem to get these resources and how they think, how they prepare is how I'm going to start repairing. I did it. And I'm telling you, since that time to now, I have raised millions, millions of dollars personally, and I have helped many others do the same. So I'm challenging you to leave that crowd mindset forever. Join with us in our webinar. I hope you get in. I'd love, I'd love I want to make, I want, I want you to get in. I love for our, our space to be filled. I don't want you to be mess out. So don't forget space is limited. Christmas fundraising starts in July. The webinar, it starts very quickly. I want you to sign up. So click the, click the notes in the show notes. Click the, click the, or the URL. Click the link. There you go. That's, that's horrible to be my age. And your brain starts working against you. So also, if you would like more great planning insight, if you listen to this and thought, oh my God, I'm inspired. Seth Godin shares a really great post on planning called The Avocado Principles. I'll put a link in the show notes. I dare you to click on it and go read that. You'll be glad you did. I promise you, you will. So thank you for tuning in today. I'm so thrilled that you and I are in this journey together. So as always do, I'm going to send you off with some positive affirmations. Always remember, we are proud nonprofit leaders on a mission to create a changed world. We're not begging. We're not pleading. Nope, we're not. We're inviting humanity to partner with providence, to see injustice be- to become justice, to see wrongs become righted, so we can leave the world we found in a better place. It's all coming together. It's all breaking our way. Every day, we are a little clearer in our message. We learn a little more of a strategy. Every day, another piece of the puzzle comes together. That's what's happening to us. So until next time, this is David Oates saying, don't forget, it's paying attention to the planning. It's paying attention to the minor touches that leads us to major impact. So long.